But poor people don't have big tax bills. They do, however, have a great need for many of the programs now on the chopping block. And as it happens, many of those people are Trump voters. So how does the man who ran on the promise that he alone could make everything better for them rationalize the fact that in his first 100 days in office, his administration seems to be planning to make their lives worse? Curiously, when pressed by Fox's Tucker Carlson on the effects of the Republican health care plan, the president told the truth. A Bloomberg analysis showed that counties that voted for you, middle class and working class counties, would do far less well under this bill yeah. than the counties that oh, voted for Hillary, the more affluent counties. I know. It seems like maybe this isn't consistent with the message of the last election. No, a lot of things aren't consistent, but these are going to be negotiated. Finally, a recognition of reality. If only the reality weren't so ominous for so many. If only this moment of truth weren't exactly that. That the president's axe has fallen so harshly on programs for the poor was shocking to some, but not to Jack Freck, who actually works with the poor. For 30 years, he served as welfare director in Appalachian, Ohio, and also as a guide for our recent series, Busted, America's Poverty Myths. To Freck, the proposals put forward by the Trump administration are disheartening, but they're hardly unique. In fact, they are perennial and bipartisan. For example, the Clinton administration bundled what was once federal welfare assistance into block grants to states where the money was shriveled by inflation and often misdirected or hoarded by the states. Now, the Republican Congress is considering block-granting Medicaid. Jack, welcome back. Glad to be back. As someone who's been working with those in poverty for decades, what do you see that's familiar in the current proposals? You know, the health care bill, the proposed budget, and so on. Basically, you know, what's happening here is, is the Republicans do not believe in government in general, and specifically some of these entitlements. They generally don't believe that there is a right to health care. That's why now they talk in terms of people having access to it. I think people are going to have access to health care and better health care, and they're going to be empowered in their health So healthcare. people are not going to lose their health insurance because of this? They, it will be accessible. They will have the opportunity to, to have health care, I can assure you. Well, the truth of the matter is, is back when we had 40 million people who were uninsured, Everyone had the opportunity to buy health care if they could afford it. What's familiar to me going way back is, of course, the same kind of assault on government that I remember vividly during the Reagan administration. Rather than declaring the media as the enemy, he declared government as the enemy. I've always felt the nine most terrifying words in the English language are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. And he similarly appointed people to cabinet positions who actually oppose the programs that they were now running. Basically, they're just taking a whole step back in history to the time when people could have health care if they could afford it. And if you can't, then it was kind of like that's not government's problem. Their underlying assumption is that more money will flow into the economy if we tie less of it up in big government, and all boats will rise. This has been the myth that has been promoted by this party all these years. We've already done tax cuts for years and years. Those things have not 
stimulated the economy here, have not grown living wage jobs. Now, the trouble is, from the Democratic side, their pushback has been what I would call pushback light. I mean, I think the Democrats became so enamored with what they had done with NAFTA, what they had done with welfare reform, all the things that happened under Bill Clinton, all that kind of stuff did not benefit us in the long run. And the hubris of the party will not allow them to accept that their basic tenets of their philosophy have not worked. And that's true from both parties. You say that the Democrats are so loath to admit they were wrong about NAFTA and about block granting aid to the poor to the states and, and those things that they're sort of hoist on their own petard. I wonder, though, when the Republicans talk against big government, talk about reducing the role of government, can't the Democrats offer some big pushback there? Well, they could, but...